It's an age-old problem. We just see the world differently. It's he said, she said. Hi there, this is Susan. And hi, this is Cynthia. We are from your second season and we are two women that are in our midlifes. And we are joining today two gentlemen who are in their midlife. So I look at it as that we are in menopause and they are yeah. in menopause. Nice. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I'm Mike and that's Larry and we're from menopause, uh, menopause.com. And yes, we are past the 50 yard line of life and glad to be here and be part of this. Uh, he said, she said, or she said, he said. So Susan, Cynthia, you guys can start. Go for it. Yeah. So it, it's good to see you guys again. And um, now that you're past the 50 yard line yeah. and we're past the 50 yard line. Barely. Um, barely. barely. Nice. I got the 51. We're hanging out no, with younger women, Larry. That's, like, that's women. like barely pregnant. You're yeah. either past or you're not. So. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that might be true, the way yeah. I've been feeling lately. It is. Um, but, you know, women, women, we talk. We want to, you know, talk things out. We feel things. We're always chatting about what's going on in our lives, whether it's hot flashes or mood swings or gaining weight or not being able to do the things we could or do. When we how do I tell my husband or partner that you know what i'm drowning in this lake in my bed because i have a night sweat <laughs> that's real that's well, real Larry, you have that every night right what night sweats larry has night sweats every night right larry well that's what we're going to call them that's why the okay. bed right? yeah. We'll say that. yeah <laughs> Yeah, what yeah, yeah. depends. So the, yeah. so the question is, I've yeah. noticed in my marriage with my husband that he's he's not as excited as I am to talk about these things. And you know, really they can, you know, he can just work them out himself. So I kind of feel like he's keeping secrets. So I want to know what secrets you midlife men keep. Ooh, Mike, what well, all start? Okay, well, we first of all, we don't keep secrets. Between, Bullshit! I'm throwing the no, red no. flag. No, be, between the bros, we do not keep secrets. Oh, Bullshit! Right. I'm throwing the red flag. <laughs> Larry, I tell you everything, right? Too much, probably too much. Yeah, probably too yeah. much. We tell each other stuff, and that's why it's so important for guys to have a guys' club or a guys, you know, a group that they hang out with that they can go to dinners or on vacation, you know, for you know, one month vacations to the south of France or someplace just for the guys. And um, a lot of wine is is uh, had and, and stories come out and guys talk. So, but there's no secrets. And that can't be Bullshit. done with spouses? Well, that's why, again, that's why we started uh, menopause.com. Uh, mm -hmm. And menopause, the, just the concept is because right. you're absolutely right. Most men don't talk about the important issues. You know, I've listed a few like um, health issues, business issues, sexual issues, uh, a fear of loss of independence or uh, loss of attraction. What do you mean? Whoa, 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 back up. All those things. Back up. 
Okay. What do you mean the fear of loss of independence? What does that even mean? That means being sick and having somebody else having to take care um, of you. Those are things I, that, you know, because most of us, I mean, yeah, Mike and I shower occasionally and we wash each other, but <laughs> for the most part, you want to be able to do it yourself. And so, you know, those kind of things, you know, as you get older, you start to see people that have strokes or whatever, and you're thinking, oh man, I, I'll drag myself to a bridge and jump off before I'll let that happen to me. Right. But who do you tell that to? You know, uh, so yeah. there's your wife issues as you get yeah, why not? Just, why not just tell the fears to your wife or your partner? Yeah. I'll give you one answer. Okay. We don't want to be seen as weak. Why? That is correct. We're men. Right. What does that even? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You would have sent me. I was going to say, but we live with you. I mean, we're, we see it. We probably saw it before you even realized it. Just because we cry when we're watching TV or we hear a story, <laughs> we cry now. It doesn't mean we're <laughs> weak. Our wives kind of that it's kind of a, 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 a nice soft thing that they can see that you've calmed down a bit and you've you've got your emotions in check now. And that that's yeah. a nice thing. But as far as your, you know, vitality and your energy levels, your wives are seeing that those aren't what they were when you were in your 30s and 40s. I mean, you know, it's they're paying attention at all. Right. We don't want to let ourselves down. So we don't admit it. That's the that's the other trick is we we won't admit it. So I pride. know I pride is huge. You have a lot of pride. Huge. And yeah. Good. Yeah. We're not growing older. Chronologically, <laughs> but I'm still 30, okay? And I'm going to mm -hmm. think that way all the way through until exactly. I forget what And what I have read so your pride so you think your pride is going to help your relationship? I think so. I think there's a little mystery there. I think, you know, we don't, you, you talk about secrets, right? What, what kind of secrets do you keep from your wife? Well, there's a lot of secrets you keep. You want to keep the spontaneity going. You in the marriage, you want to. Um, <laughs> I, don't right? I don't even understand that. I don't either. He's, I think he's making that stuff up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's riffing. He's riffing. I'm sure we hope that's not. Yeah. I, I think I having, fun. you know, it, it keep things a mystery. It, it's no. nice. it keeps it keeps it hot. Am I right or wrong? You're wrong. These are not mysteries. We see them. We what do you think we're them. idiots? Seriously, really you <laughs> no, think no, no, that no, we're no, idiots? I'm we don't see what's that. going on. I married over my head, so I don't think my wife is <laughs> but See? Point. Yeah, okay, backtrack. Yeah. You better backtrack. <laughs> no, here's backtrack. Here's the thing is that um, you know, we're not only speaking for ourselves, but we're speaking mm -hmm. with a bunch of men that we know right. either through the site now or just friends of ours who are all going through the same thing. And there are there are a variety of of ranges of how secretive men will be and it ranges from the whole thing about whether it's health or financial or whatever that they have to be strong to the the more sinister things about how many times they go to vegas and hook up with women right those those are sure. secrets that some guys at this age keep as well we don't but but mm -hmm. some guys do so so you know it, i love uh, that little yeah it, it's <laughs> You know, it really is, it, it's based on an individual. No guy's the same, and everybody's got their own comfort level. 
Uh, and there's some guys that are 100% open with their wives. That doesn't necessarily even mean that that marriage is going to survive if they're in a marriage. Because yeah, some women may be like, eh, you know, you're a wuss or something. Uh, but yeah. but it, it really is a, a matter of us having this issue of having to be the strong one, have, having the pride of being, you know, because that's how I was raised. That's how Mike was raised. You know, right. our dads were strong men. And, you know, even though they had ups and downs, they just fought through it. And that's what I learned. And that's what he learned. And that's what I think a lot of guys learned. Whether that was right or not, I don't know. But that's where we are right now. There's the issue, right? I think it's I think it's a context that, you know, a generation was raised in. And unfortunately, it doesn't serve men well when they get to this point in their life. Because, right. yeah, there's the fear that, I don't know if there's a fear that the wife will leave or that it will become more difficult if they have to open up or acknowledge it somehow in the relationship. Maybe to face themselves in the mirror. Yeah. 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 Well, and because that creates. Do you keep from your husband? Nothing. Of course, I say everything. I tell you, constantly complaining, you know. (laughs) Now, if you're constantly complaining, how do you think he feels about that? Oh, I think he loves it. He just loves it. He loves it when you complain. Are you complaining or commenting? Not about him, but about, okay, this doesn't work on me anymore now, or, you know, now there's more gray hair, or now there's whatever. Um, Right. Yeah. I I look at it as complaining, right? So I look at it as like you're trying to collaborate on how do we improve the situation. So men with a like a large amount of pride, I mean, if you would just come and just talk to your spouse, partner, whatever that is, and just say, hey, I'm having difficulties. I think, you know what? I think major doors would be open and collaboration actually would come in Definitely. and make it. And I think a lot of people will probably be, be more at peace if you can have that. But I think a lot of people where it comes down to foundationally is actually look at yourself in the fear and just say, I have an issue. Whatever that issue is, whether you can't get hard or whether you are having financial issues, right? I think that is very hard for men and females to kind of come to terms to, well, but I think it's a must. But you brought up a, a different point. That That's a little different question than what are you hiding? You know, stuff that we hide, we're not hiding from ourselves. Yes, we're you are. acutely aware of the problem, <laughs> whether it's whatever, you, you know, staying hard, whether it's, you know, financial, whether it's uh, a health issue that we don't want to alarm. So, I mean, I talk to myself in the mirror a lot, uh, admiringly most of the time, but you know, there are some things that, that bother me. But I think a lot of guys absolutely are doing a lot of self-judgment. And that's what concerns them. It's like, you know, they, they get in their mind mm-hmm. sometimes that, God, I'm a failure. I'm a piece of shit. I'm whatever, because I can't do this or that guy's more successful than me. And that's a really hard thing to bring to somebody that they love and they don't want them to look at them differently than maybe the, uh, than they were, you know, several years ago. I, I it's, it, you know, it's not right. You know, you could even say that it's a, a bit of a mental illness, but it's there. It's so what, there. What, what can a woman do to help foster that bridge? That's a really good question. Yeah. I mean, it does seem like it's a trust issue yeah. to some that there isn't a level of trust there that it's a safe 
place to tell those things or that I, there would I be a question for you. Here's a, here's a secret. Okay. And mm -hmm. it's only a secret because I know my wife so well that I know how she will react. Right. So the other day we we're having this, this discussion and my daughter was showing my wife on the, on the iPhone that there's a way to track where your kids are. Right. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so my wife said, well, why don't I, you know, why don't you release me on your phone so I can track where you are just in case there's an emergency, right? Yeah. And that to me was very odd. And we went at it because I said, you know what? I don't feel comfortable with that. Not that I'm Why? anything, because really, I said I to her, I would never, ever want to follow you. I don't care where you go, what you do, and I want you to feel the same way with me. She goes, yeah, but what if there's an emergency? It's or what about if you have a heart attack? Call me. If I well, have she'll just see that he's not moving anywhere. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> really help. Checking, me, checking out where I was going in order to discover I was having a heart attack. So... That was one, and then she wanted the code to my phone. And in my phone, I have all my emails and everything, and because I'm a businessman and I do business all over the country, I have emails from different people, and you have to know your spouse. Would your spouse go on there and start questioning you about things that, what's this about, what's that about? You know, Well, your spouse wouldn't. Your spouse would. No, not. Mine would. Mine oh. might not do that, but there are women out there that will do that. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what? A little bit of privacy is good for a marriage, I think. And I would never, like I said, I'd never question my wife. I trust her, and I would never question her. And she, you know, we've been married thirty exactly 30 years. So exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that judgmental? I'm yeah. still judged. I know. Okay, yeah. So I, I, I told you my secret. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, 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 don't share I have, Bill and I share our locations with each other. Right. And it's really because of um, he, we, we have a farm in central Nebraska that's about an hour and a half, two hour drive. And, and it's, it's more about that and me home alone that he's huh. like, you know, we're mm -hmm. not together all the time. It's kind of my button to wear around my neck, my lifeline right. kind of thing that, um, yeah, if you don't know where I am, you know. Okay, so I, you didn't know I was gonna be, so, we just know that um, I'm probably in trouble. <laughs> I, I, think I, need, I, I think I need to have your location, Cynthia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That makes more sense, actually. Yes, we want to know where Susan's going. That's I think she's a much know. more interesting character. Yeah. Here. No, seriously, I am like, I seriously, I am the one that's not married amongst right. all of you. But you know what? I'm an open book. My boyfriend has access to anything if he wants to get it. I don't care because you know what? I'm like, you know what? If he has a question about something, I have no problem answering it. It's right. because I have nothing to hide. And how, how open is he with you, do you think? Yeah, he, same thing. It's I mean, it's a two-way street. So in other words, he, he tells you anything about his health, his business, his desires, his... Yes, for, yeah. I mean, as far as I know, yeah. I mean, it's like... As far as you know. Would you like sure. us to question him first to find yeah, out? Yeah, that's what we need. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Would you like us to question him first before? And before you know, I can guarantee you he would never say anything that I would not know about. Okay, that's good. That's great. 
Well, it is, and it, and it comes from that right now that it took a while to establish that, but I am like, you know what? I'm, I'm like, I mean, he has passwords to everything. I mean, everything. I mean, and it's just like, I just, it just doesn't matter because I have nothing to hide. I mean, nothing. Well, those are different issues too. I mean, uh, my wife has access to my emails and all that kind of stuff. It's not, that's not, that's not an issue. Uh, we kind of know where each other uh, is most of the time because she works in an office building when, when you can do that. And I'm either in my office or at the hospital. So it's not as if we have jobs that take us anywhere but there for the most part. Right. But, but that's, that's not the same kind of trust issue as, as opening up about, you know, what's in here. That I think right. that's a deeper topic in terms of what are you not telling your spouse or significant other and, and why aren't you telling it? And that's, that was the point I was trying to make is that in some cases it has to do with being judged and, and men don't like But it, that still shouldn't matter, right? I mean, I oh, think you, you should think. be so, I think you should be able to be so forthright with yourself. And if you are being forthright with yourself, then it doesn't matter, right? So I am like, this is the way I am, or this is the issues I'm having it. If you have an issue with this, I am sorry, but this is what I'm going through. And you can be by my side during this time, or you can judge me, or you can be angry or whatever. That's your issue. But this is what I'm going through. And 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 I think that is a, probably a healthy relationship is when you can interconnect that way. And you shouldn't have secrets. I mean, because it, it, what it's, you're just going to get burned by it because the truth always comes out. Well, again, it depends on it, yeah, it depends, depends on the secret. Too. I mean, the secret. Yeah. Um, if my wife, for instance, going back to the password or the computer, if she ever wanted to see what was on there and she walked up and said, can I see? Absolutely. Here, let me open it up for you. Go for it. Spend hours if you want. But don't question how I do business because you may not understand. And for me to have to sit there and explain everything, it, it's it's kind of a nightmare in that sense, because when you're kind of self-employed and, and you have a business and you have 80 employees and you're constantly dealing with different issues with different employees, it, it becomes a problem. You know, I, I remember I used to have employees stay at my house. Okay. And one in particular who was with me from day one, she's still with me 27 years later. Right. And I used to let her come down here to San Diego and stay at our house. And she would get together with my wife and she would tell my wife all the stuff that's going on in the company. Right. Well, I'd be laying on the pillow next to my wife and all of a sudden, why did Jimmy do this? Or why did John do that? And I could not get any peace of mind. So I just said, no more staying at my house. I'll just stop it right there because it's. Sorry. Well, there's our caller. There's our first caller. <laughs> and I had to decline them. Yes. Well, so what do you think about that? Into this. What do you yeah. think about that? Yeah. Well, the first thing that struck me when you said that was, um, is why do you think she can't understand what's going on in your business? I mean, you've said she's a brilliant woman. She's brilliant. smart. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So first of all, I think if she's brilliant, which I'm sure she is, she isn't going to want to know what's going on in your business because what, you know, that's just more stress, right? Oh, now yeah. she has, I, I have enough. Right. Yeah. So she wouldn't want it. But the other thing is, is it, it's, isn't it nice that she cares? 
and that she wants to talk through these things Boom. to your leader to oh, easy to help problem solve. Easy. Let's can we edit this? <laughs> no, that's you're right. No, you're right. It, it is nice that she well, cares. But, and I appreciate it. Let's put can't it. you set boundaries? I mean, and also couldn't you set a boundary? Say, you yeah, know what? Oh my gosh, I so appreciate that you care and are asking, but right now in bed, you know what? I just want it to be about you and me. Can we just fo focus on you and me? Okay. What, what, what world do you live in? I want to go. You know what? I want to. I live in a world. I live in a world where real communication needs to happen. And so, this is where I think. And you know what? And this is where I differ for all three of you. It's because you have been married and you have all your routines and you've established, you know, your habits. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> and all I'm just saying is that you need to step out and you need to communicate. That part is that you have to establish boundaries and then you can revisit it if right. you wanted to. In bed is not the time to talk business. Right. It's just, it's not. Well, right. so what's, what's the problem then circling back with <laughs> rather than, rather than implosion therapy for a guy and believe me uh, with the marriage counseling that my wife and I went through, we went through implosion therapy. We can talk uh, about that another time. I don't even know what that means. I know. What what is we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that later. It's okay. not the way to go. But <laughs> that being said, implosion therapy basically is the concept that you let it all kind of hang out and you have to in some way respond. Right. What I'm saying is what's wrong with, for instance, an outlet like for us, our, our men's group idea, or for you, the women's groups that you have, where you don't let mm -hmm. any men into the brick and mortar thing, which by the way, Mike and I are gonna crash next time we can. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. But um, you know, the idea that at least it's a start for men to feel able to unload some of the stuff. Right. And maybe as they get more comfortable actually talking about something, even if it's with other guys, it may make them feel confident and comfortable enough to then go to their wives and start right. talking about that because they've been told by other men, by the way, you're not weak. You're not a pussy because you feel this way or that way. And then it's like, oh, right. well, other guys are telling me that. So maybe I can tell my wife and not worry so much about looking like a wuss. Right. Yeah. Say? The sadness is that it, the sadness is that that stuff has to happen. And you know what? Part, and I have to agree with Cynthia. That is sad. Yeah, bad, but that's men. That's men. I think it's healthy too. I think it's a good idea yeah. because it's got to start somewhere. Look, well, you I have to start with the fact, and the fact is that men don't talk about shit like that. They just don't. Right. Most men, and that's why if we if we can give them a first step, then hopefully we can end up in uh, Susan's world where you know it's unicorns <laughs> and rainbows and everything is great, right? <laughs> Uh, you know, you know what? It's taken me a long time to get to this place and to find the right prince, and I found it. But it's taken me a long time. But it, but it does. It takes very honest and open communication, and it hasn't been an easy road. It has not. Right. But I'm just. Saying, but but a lot of it, though, if you can turn, but it, it all comes down to yourself, honestly. Right. And if you can face who you are without the judgment, then you can communicate that mm -hmm. and 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 if you could start with yourself and then once you have that dialogue with yourself in the mirror in the mirror in the mirror, in the mirror. yeah you know what and then because i can guarantee you if you really open up like in a very humble vulnerable sense to your partner or to your wife 
Don't you think, Cynthia, they will receive it like immensely. I mean, they'd be going, oh my gosh, this is the most remarkable thing that's ever happened. I mean, don't you think, Cynthia? Well, I hope, I would hope so. I mean, I'm yeah. sure that some <laughs> women who aren't enlightened or aren't, um, you know, maybe have a different construct that they're living in, but hope, I don't think your two wives would be that way. Mm. Um, and, you know, I hope everybody has a wife that would, be understanding and supportive and, you know, re reaffirm that the man is I mean, strong. I at, yeah, I don't think baby steps is what we men need to take right now at this age. If they haven't done it by this age, and this is what yeah. we're talking about, if they haven't done it by 50 or 55, you're not going to slap them upside the head and say, go do that. You got to let them in slowly, let them realize that it's okay, despite the fact that for the last 50 years, you've been thinking it's not okay. And that's what we're trying to do with, with menopause is kind of make light of how sometimes stupid we are as men uh, and then allow some opening up first to guys and then to their significant others. And, uh, and that's what well, we're trying to And I think, don't you agree, Cynthia? I think the best thing that women can do is just shut our mouths and listen. Oh, yeah, <laughs> ah, absolutely. Ah, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's the secret. <laughs> just listen it is it is a big yeah, deal i think women need to listen more yes well then the men would have to talk because men will talk if there's a sounding board but if they're getting any resistance at all or any questioning back it's like uh i don't even want to go there so i'm just going to shut up yep. and you shut say, down yep well the second part of that is not just listening but knowing what's going on here so right. that it's not a lot of <laughs> what you're talking. Right. You can get that too. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, I'm being judged and she ain't saying a freaking thing. Right. But then it but also then, comes yeah, down to you we again. Can't win. We can't win. <laughs> so but that but that honestly though, it comes back to you again and to trust yourself and to be open and honest. Mm -hmm. And a woman, what the woman can do, honestly, she can't fix. She all she can do is just listen. There you go. Right. You know, and so just from a woman's point of view, you guys feel completely comfortable um, or, or do you think most of the women that you deal with with your with your organization feel comfortable having a an open conversation with their significant others? No holds barred, no secrets, or do they have similar issues of being judged or thinking that their mm -hmm. husband's not going to understand, so why bother? How, how, what's the approach from a woman's point of view? Yeah, well, there's a continuum, just like with the men, where you have, you know, women who want to have the conversations and want to be supportive and, and want that support back mm -hmm. from their spouse. And then there's other women who, you know, are worried their spouse will leave them if they don't stay young and pretty and attractive and able to do everything they could do. Yeah, so there's definitely a continuum of, you know, and that's just the way it, that's just the way it is. And so, how do we how do we move move the ball forward so everybody can have honest conversations about what they're experiencing? Well, I think this has been eye opening and exciting, and I knew Susan was going to be the curmudgeon, so that's great. That <laughs> just, uh, I always am with you, group. <laughs> yeah, she keeps it real. Yeah, she keeps it real. See, I can easily talk to Cynthia. Uh, yeah. I, I just feel the lack There's of judgment. so much in common. 
But Susan, you know what? I'll call. I'll call it every time. All right. Well, this was great uh, for for menopause.com. We want to thank you guys for being on the what's going to be on our side. He said, she said, and or your second season with she said, he said. Love it. Right. All right. Well, we'll we'll do this again soon. Thanks, everybody. Yep, thank you. Hi, Mike and Larry here, inviting you to spend some time at menopause.com. It's a website dedicated to men over 50 and the people who love them. That's right. Articles, videos, podcasts, and a community forum all here at menopause.com. Hey, are you tired of everything from movies to fashion always being aimed at millennials? I know I am. Well, at menopause.com, We focus on you, guys over 50, with stuff you care about. Like sports, sex, humor, health, entertainment, and business. It's all here. Manopause.com. Manopause.com. It's about time. Join the movement.